Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Podcasts. What's going on, everybody? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. What is going on, Thunder fans? Thank you for tuning into tonight's recap episode of the Spurs game, in which the Thunder did not walk away victorious. They fell to the Spurs 121 to 112. I am not here to uh, suffer in our defeat alone. I am here with the Pod Marathon man, Matt Tierney from North Carolina. Tierney, how are you doing, my man? Well, Dylan, no one should ever suffer alone, and that's why I'm here today, just to 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 mourn together the terrible, terrible thing that is Lamarcus Aldridge's mid-range fadeaway. I I will have nightmares of that shot for years to come. Yeah, it's uh, well, we're gonna get into all of that and more. Once we hook up the TiVo. You don't need to explain to me why you need TiVo. They hook up the TiVo yet? They hook up the TiVo yet? All right, so... As Tierney so gracefully alluded to, um, Lamarcus Aldridge went off in this game. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you he had 39 points. Um, We'll get into it in the fourth quarter, but a funny moment happened with Lamarcus Aldridge and his 39 points. But uh, you could tell right away that not only him, but DeMar DeRozan was also on early in the game. And Mm -hmm. despite them, like, you know, just straight up going crazy in this game, the Thunder kept it pretty close in the first and the second half. Um, at the end of the first half, uh, I, I think it was like we had like a two-point lead. Adams had nine points. Gallo had four points. Oh, wait. No, I, I flipped that. Gallo had nine points. Adams had four points. Yeah, Jay had six. And CP3 had six. Yeah, I was like, Adams did not have nine points. Yeah, that's surprising. Woo. <laughs> Um, Gallo actually came out swinging. He had two threes right off the bat. He had another tough uh, M1 finish, I believe. And then both teams was actually shooting pretty well. We were shooting 55 from the field, 50 from three, and 70 from the free throw line. And then the Spurs were shooting 54 from the field, but 66 from the three-point line, 80 from the line. Aldridge had nine, and DeRozan had eight. Tony, do you have any special notes from the first quarter? Uh, turnovers. There was a lot, lot of them. Didn't, didn't really care for those too much. Uh, 
I think despite that though the fact that we were only down three which partially was because Chris Paul hit a ridiculous three-point shot at the buzzer um, was impressive because it just looked really sloppy like all it just didn't we didn't really get into a groove until the second quarter so turnovers was the big thing and, and fortunately uh, just a little forecasting this uh, did not continue in the second quarter yeah I I got my quarters confused we were down at the end of this quarter so that's my bad um, but you talking about that Chris Paul buzzer beater uh, I actually tweeted this because I thought it's pretty funny Chris Paul's got to be like top five all times and making ridiculous buzzer readers to end the quarter because I mean I think he's done it at least three maybe four times already this season <laughs> He's done that, and then he'll miss very easy three-point shots. It's a bit, mm-hmm. it's a bit backwards, if you ask me. He was pretty solid tonight, though. All in all, honestly, yeah, has been. Yeah, he's he's not doing as much of the defer to Shea as he has in the first few games, which is fine because Shea is still getting the ball plenty, and he's he's not lost a step at all, but. The fact that Chris Paul is actually kind of like contributing on his own rather than just being the leadership role, it's really going to help us whenever the trade happens, assuming it's this year or maybe next year, who knows. Um, you know, it just helps, it helps teams kind of feel comfortable giving us some assets for a guy that has quite a big contract. Ooh. Yep, absolutely, man. Yeah, um, you know. Like I said, he had those six points, but uh, he showed off his patented rip-through move a few times. You know, mm-hmm. He still got defenders with their hands in the cookie jar a little too often while guarding CP3, and he's going to make you pay every single time. Um, I mean, like I said, he had a really good game today. He had 19 points, five assists, 7-14 shooting, 2-4 from deep. He was 3-4 from the free-throw line. You know, we had one turnover, like... For all intents and purposes, Chris Paul played a really good game. Mm-hmm. I agree. But getting into the second quarter, I actually have a note before, you know, I kind of talk about the uh, game flow. Is I just really wish Chris and Steve's chemistry would just hurry up and sync already. Because, you know, they mm-hmm. run the pick and roll. Steve comes and sets the pick. They start rolling to the basket. And there's just something off. <laughs> like Steve mm-hmm. can't catch the ball. Chris overthrows him, Chris underthrows him, Chris puts it on the wrong side of him. Like, it, it could be deadly. It, and I, I believe it's going to be deadly, but it's just not there yet. <laughs> We've just been so spoiled over the last nearly decade, I guess. Not really, a little bit less than that. But Steve and Russ were on the same team ever since Steve was in the NBA. So, like, you can't get better chemistry than that. We've just been watching it for so long that now we have a new point guard center duo to do the high pick and roll. And it's not bad. Like the pick and roll has worked sometimes. It's just, mm-hmm. it's not as crisp and clean as we've been accustomed to. So yeah, I agree. It was, I want it to happen faster, but you know, we, we are, Unfortunately, not gifted with the uh, perfect chemistry that we've seen from, you know, 
Russ and Steve that we'll see from these two this season. Yeah. And, you know, ironically enough, this game actually started off with a bucket out of the pick and roll. Uh, ran with Shea to Steven for the dunk. So, um, and, and one more thing about the pick and roll that I wanted to note in this game. Um, on defense, whenever uh, Aldridge would come and set a pick on the ball handler's defender, Adams would drop back on Aldridge. And mm-hmm. when you've played Aldridge so many times and you know what Aldridge is going to do, I just don't see what benefit you have to drop on him, you know? And yeah. I, I feel like that that contributed heavily to his night tonight because, you know, he dropped back, and I think he missed his first jumper, but he, he made, like, his next four or five, and it was just like, after that, there's no stopping the man. Yeah, once he sees a few go in, I mean, that's... You might as well call the game. And it is a little bit concerning because, I mean, Aldridge is a good player, no doubt about it, but he just, he goes to a different level when we play him. And it's, I mean, I think Steve is a fine defender. I think he's good, like, to anchor the defense, but one-on-one with Aldridge, he just can't handle it for whatever reason. And it's been, you know... Last year, we had the 50-point game from him in that double overtime game. And now we get nearly 40 points in regulation. It's just like very consistently, he he has become, you know, one of the Thunder Killers that have have been added to the list of many others we've seen throughout the years. Yep. Absolutely, man. Man. I mean, he carried it on going into halftime. He had 19 points, 9 of 10 shooting. And uh, DeMar DeRozan and DeJounte Murray was right behind him with 12 and 10 at that point. Uh, But we was actually up one, 57 to 56 at halftime. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Gallo was on fire, 14 points on 3 of 4 shooting. CP3 had 13 of 4 of 7. Adams had 6, 4, and 3. And that was keeping us afloat alongside Hami having six points to three or four shooting off the bench, you know, just playing with that energy. And something I noted at the end of the half and kind of carried on throughout the game is Shea kind of struggled in this one. You know, he still had some nice drives to the basket, some nice finishes around the basket, but he only shot one three and he missed it. Um, he hit a step back very early on in the game. Um, but as far as like just I don't know like finding angles to attack that the defenders can't react on like I can't I couldn't remember the last time Shea got blocked like this season but he got blocked like two maybe three times tonight which I think is almost like a good sign because it's the the I remember the one the first block was because he started getting double teamed when he went into the paint and that is pretty huge for somebody that's what, like 20 years old, 21 mm-hmm. maybe. I don't remember exactly, but he's young. And a second year NBA player having to have a double team on you to basically stop you is, you know, pretty remarkable from just a progression standpoint. But the other thing I was going to say about Shea, he is one of those guys, and maybe this is just me. But if you don't look at a box score, 
I would ex- I would think every night he's playing spectacularly just because all of his plays look cool and you like remember them and they all are like really smooth and just look good. And then I'll look at the box score and he's actually not shooting well. Like he's he's so convincingly good on the f- on the floor but then the stats don't show it. It's just so weird to me because I honestly thought he played a good game and I look at the stat the shooting and I was like, "Ah, that's actually not that great so he's he's deceptive to me i can't really i don't know what that is but my dumb brain can't figure it out yeah and i mean if you look at you know at at the end of the game like his line looks fine he had 21 points uh nine of 18 shootings or 50 percent from the field you know just that o of one from deep and he made all three of his free throw attempts um, so, you know, the shooting came around, but like at that point, you know, shooting five of 12 going into halftime when, you know, you've been mm-hmm. our best scorer, uh, that kind of sucked. But the fact that he was struggling and Aldridge was on fire and we was up one at that point was pretty encouraging. Um, yeah. the Thunder was shooting 50, 50 and 64 and the Spurs were shooting 51, 50 and 83. And I put thanks Steve who shot over three from the line in that half. <laughs> I think I saw somewhere that he's now five of twenty on the season. So, Jesus, that's great. Yeah, I think one of them was one that he was actually trying to miss, so we can get like an extra possession on offense, and he made that one. <laughs> <laughs> great. That's so, Stephen Adams. Yep. All right. So, uh, getting into quarter three. Um, yeah. Things weren't great. This is where the Spurs really started to take over. Uh, they was hitting shots. Um, you know, our guys couldn't seem to really, you know, match with them. And, you know, they, they continued their crazy shooting. Um, the Spurs in this quarter, at the end of it, they were shooting 54% from the field, 54% from three, and 90% from the free throw line. And the Thunder, to their credit, was shooting 50% from the field, 56 from three, which is insane by the way but 72 oh, yeah. percent from the free throw line and you know that was proving to be the difference and you know that carried all the way into the fourth quarter you know lamarck Aldridge was just i i have a note he was just in a dumb dumb zone like there, <laughs> it didn't matter what you could do he hit a shot where adams and gallo both had hands in his face he was finishing over chris paul he's finishing over shea um I remember earlier in the game, Hami drove in and like Aldridge went into contest and Hami like adjusted to midair. Like he hit X twice in 2K to do dunk to layup. And then it, it was funny because Aldridge came back in or he was coming down on the other end and Hami would contest his shot. Aldridge hit X twice and did dunk to layup. So Aldridge was in his bag tonight. And uh, the, the only other thing I have to note, you know, before we get to the end of the game is they were trying so hard to get Aldridge 40. Aldridge was in their stack oh, yeah. chasing to try to get 40. Yeah. And he couldn't finish. He, he, actually, he started actually missing a lot of shots at that point because he was trying a little too hard at the very end of the game. Definitely knows that. Yep. And uh, it was funny because, you know, he missed that shot and I kind of laughed. And then we came down the other end and Shay tried to lob it to Nerlens and threw it about 20 feet in the air and I was like ah well can't really laugh anymore yeah 
And final note for that quarter is I said Nader checks in. That's white flag. But he never checked in. He was at the scorer's table. But did you, it wasn't that did ball. you see Did you see my video I posted? I didn't. I, I, I just, I noticed that. So I noticed that he was checking in and then never came in. And so I just had a caption of like Nader making an impact on the floor. And I just put my camera on Nader for the last like 30 seconds when they went up and down the court when he was on the sideline. <laughs> You're just awesome. sitting there, like waiting to come in. I was like, "Poor Nader. He just, he just wanted to play a little bit. Never came in. <laughs> Poor Abdonator. So well, sad. Hey, as we said, you know, we ended up losing this game, one twenty-one to one twelve. We had chances to, you know, cut it closer down the stretch, but credit Lamar Aldridge, credit Dejounte Murray, credit Bryn Forbes, man. Coming out of nowhere, yeah. he hit some really big shots. Uh, he had 14 points. He had four threes, one of which was uh, there towards the end of the game. So, uh, you know, they just hit time with shots to kind of put it away. Um, if you look at the shooting at the end of the game, we shot 52% from the field. And the other night, I'll take that. Shot 47% yeah. from three. And the other night, i take that. 75% from free throw line, that's not great. But you know what? For this team... We'll I'd take, take it. that. But you look at the Spurs, they shot 54% from the field, 45% from three, which is actually less than us, but they shot near perfect 90.9% from the free throw line. And they absolutely crushed us on the boards. How many yeah, rebounds did they got rebounded us by? Well, I already looked it up, so I think it was like, what, the 13 or 14, something like that? 16. 16 yeah 47 to yeah, was, 31 yeah i was gonna say like the stats were really close actually like we they did shoot like 91 percent, but they only took 11 and we took mm-hmm. like 24 free throws so it, you know it was statistically everything matched up pretty nicely except the rebounds that was the one thing i think that really killed us so you know when you're going up against a team like san antonio with Greg Popovich coaching that he his teams are always incredibly efficient and don't take bad shots don't like make they make very few mistakes you know you have to be able to get rebounds when you can get rebounds and if you don't this is going to happen so i mean at the end of the day it was still a competitive loss and i i'll say this till the end of the season you know i'm satisfied if by, if we're in the middle of the fourth quarter or the, near the end and we're down by like five or so, that's fine. Because at the end of the day, we're either going to win or we're going to have a competitive loss because we fought really hard mm-hmm. and the loss gives us a chance at the lottery. So it's a nice little uh, uh, oasis that we're in right now in our uh, Thunder timeline at post Paul George Westbrook where we can kind of just like sit back now have no expectations and just you know the losses as long as they're competitive are just I'm, I'm i'm cool with it and speaking of russell westbrook paul george we'll even throw in kevin durant serge Ibaka, just ghost of thunder pass try to think i want you to guess the year the last time okc won in san antonio oh boy um, 
I'm gonna guess it was during the KD era, so I'm gonna say like 2014. Wow, you got it right on the head. Boom. Didn't Last time we beat the Spurs in San Antonio was Christmas of 2014. Oh, wow. Christmas Day. All right. Yep. And, uh, you know, final note on this game here. Uh, the Spurs ended a two-game losing streak, and the Thunder ended a two-game winning streak. Nuts. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. Everybody talks about how Aldridge is like, you know, this all-time Thunder killer, which, you know, if you look recently, like he definitely is. But I I went through, while I was waiting to hear back from you if he was ready to go, I went through and mm. I looked at all of his points totals he ever scored against OKC, and it averages mm. out to about 23 points. But, like, here recently he's put up, obviously, 39, 56 last year. 27, 26, Ooh. 25, 25, 24, 29, 25, 27, 38, 25, 29, 33, 30, 39, like 32, like, you know, th- those aren't all like all in like succession of games. Like the, those are just the big numbers. Like just showing that Lamarcus Aldridge is no stranger to putting up buckets against us, even in his Portland days. Yeah. Uh, so this kind of leads me into a question I was going to ask you. So Eric Horn tweeted out um, basically asking what would be the starting lineup of Thunder Killers from from the past. Yeah. So what would your what would your starting lineup be if you had Aldridge? I mean, Aldridge, I think, has to be in there. So like aside from him, yeah. what, what is your um, like starting five? J.J. Barea. Mm-hmm. Saw that uh, a lot. Definitely Clay Thompson. Yeah, I saw that a lot too. I had, uh, um, why am I blanking on his name? Lillard. Just yeah. so I feel like I have to put that in there. Yeah, Lillard. Wiggins, Wiggins has yeah, to go Wiggins in. is a really good one. He That's obvious. I don't know why anything about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just erase them from your memory. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Jokic my brain... is my other big, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That was the only big I could think of besides Aldridge. I mean, you can almost pencil in a nugget for that one. Yeah. Jamal Murray, Gary I saw... Yeah. I just remember Jokic would always make me so mad because at the end of the he would just make ridiculous. And I'd just be like, "Come, like, how are you supposed to defend that? And it'd be every time. Yeah. So maybe that's just my personal opinion, but yeah. That was kind of a thing going around the Twitter, the Twitter.com, and that was an interesting little scenario, yeah. There's a lot of Thunder Killers. That's basically the point of the all of this. Yeah, there's a few, and I just, for life me, I just can't remember my brain's mashed potatoes right now. Kevin Durant is technically a Thunder Killer. And moving on. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we don't want to dwell on the bad. You know, it was a loss, but like you said, we were competitive. Um, it's good for our future. Even with Shea, quote-unquote, struggling, we was in the game towards the end. And uh, there was a reason we was in that game at the end. And the reason being is tonight's player of the game. Danilo Gallinari. 
Man. The Deathly Gallows. The Rooster. The Rooster. Listen, if it wasn't for LaMarcus Aldridge going off like LaMarcus Aldridge did, Danilo Gallinari would have gotten so much love, so much praise from, like, all the talking heads because this guy was in a zone. Do you have the the stats pulled up? I can. I remember he had twenty-seven points on five of six three-point shooting, and as I say that, I'll have the other stat pulled up. I don't think he had much. Oh, he had five rebounds. Okay, um, and then seven to ten overall. So most of his shots were three-pointer. Oh, one thing, he, he missed a free throw. He had made twenty-three yeah. straight for the season, so I was a bit disappointed in that. Nevertheless. Went eight for nine, so unfortunately broke the streak for the season, but one assists as well. <laughs> Apparently a minus 13 in the box score, which was the worst of the starting lineup, so that just goes to show you how that is not a very useful stat. Um, but yeah, he's he was great. I mean, he was lights out from three. Uh, he, he was the only one kind of carrying us towards the end. And yeah, that's that's how you get the player of the game right there. What was this three? Was it six or seven or five or six? Five or six. Five or six. Yeah, I mean, but dude was stroking, man. Like he was hitting them with like people in his face. He hit one with Patty Mills, like right on his hip. He was hitting step backs. He was hitting you know, dribble pull ups. He was hitting some out of the post. Like that man was in a zone. And he did it with two shoes the whole time. Yeah. He 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 managed to keep both shoes on. That's yeah, no, he, player of the game. And something that's just really fun with Gallo is I love it when he just gets the rebound and he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> this, this ball's going up as soon as I get down there too. Yep. Yep. I, I like Gallo, and, you know, he went off tonight. Obviously, defense, you know, we didn't bring Gallo in for his defense. We brought Gallo in to get buckets. Buckets and buckets. To his credit, I think he did, what, did he have one steal, two steals? Uh, you had two steals. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, because I, I know he had one because I made a note of it. I said Chris Paul locked down LaMarcus Aldridge and Gallo stole the ball off of uh, off of his pass out to the corner. You know, raise your hand mm. if you ever thought that was going to happen. Not me. But there you go, man. The rooster. Speaking of two... St- what does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? <laughs> I get a bonus. I'll <laughs> be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, by the way, if we're on steals, uh, Diallo, what a defensive performance from that guy tonight, in my opinion. He, he had a couple great plays where they doubled LaMarcus. Dude just ripped the ball out of his hands in the corner, and he just took it up. He just took it straight from him. And I was, I was just... I never thought Diallo would be that great defensively. Like his progression from last year to now is 
just on the defensive side is crazy. Like I've yeah. been so impressed by him. Yeah, and it, it wasn't just Aldridge. Uh, he stripped DeRozan a couple times. Um, mm-hmm. Even if he didn't outright strip DeRozan, um, DeRozan would go to automatically post him up. He dribbled off his foot, or he, you know, he threw it out of bounds. Like he he was making his presence felt out there. And yeah. it's worth noting whenever the first sub came out, usually it's Dennis by itself, and then shortly after that it'll be Nerlens or Hami or DeBazewee or whatever. The first sub tonight was Dennis and Hami both coming on the floor for CP3 and Ferg. So mm-hmm. um, that just goes to show you that, you know, his effort and his hustle, like, man, I, I watched some of the plays that happen, like how he just like seemingly goes after at least like every ball, like his hustle is unmatched. Like it's super. He's a ball of energy. Yeah. He's like a at- dog. He's like a dog with a, a new ball. Very, very nice. I like it. And worth noting, he hit his he hit his second three of the season tonight. Oh, I must. I totally missed that. You didn't see that three? Yeah, he hit a corner three. I missed. I missed a bit of the game, so it must have been that. That's too bad. Congrats, Tommy. Oh, he's one for one. Look at that. Yeah. Hashtag efficiency. Yes, sir. I'm trying to see when it was that he hit that three because I think I missed like half of the third and then part of yeah. the sec- middle of the second. So if it was there. Yeah, that's when it, it was. It, it was in the third. Um, ah. I, I mean, if he didn't make that three, we was like on the verge of being on the other end of like a 20 run. <laughs> yeah, that third quarter. From then on out, it was just like a 10-point lead the rest of the game. We just couldn't do anything. Yeah, man. Well, Tyranny, like we said, man, we didn't get the win, but we won something else. It was experience and excitement did, and mm-hmm. development. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the end, that's all that matters. The Thunder dropped 3-5. and five, Spurs go to 5-3. and three, And... You know, we're just trying to get Tyrese Maxey now, so that's all there is mm-hmm. to it. No, no, no. Trying to get <laughs> Cole Anthony. So I, I see what you did there. Cole uh, Anthony, sir, has the most points for a North Carolina player in his season debut. And North Carolina had a guy that you may know. His name was Michael Jordan. And he beat him for most amount of points in his debut, so... Mm-hmm. Dare I say, Cole Anthony, Michael Jordan, maybe on the same level. Who knows? Who did y'all play? Uh, Notre Dame, a very mm. good team. In the, a very uh, good team. Yeah. I like to call them Notre Lame, though, because they sucked. <laughs> they. You know who Tyrese Maxey Tyrese played? Uh, I don't really care. The number Nobody. two team in the nation. <laughs> One of the best college coaches of the generation. Number two team in the very beginning of the season. I'm sure that's very accurate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Notre Dame is ranked too, aren't they? I don't remember. I mean, I they were like, I thought they were at least. You should top. know. I don't know. I was at the game. I didn't watch it on TV, so I didn't see like the little. You mean they didn't have a floating scoreboard 
with the the seating on it? Well, I was I was in the second to the last row up the top, so I couldn't actually see the scoreboard. So I had to like lean down above mm. the little metal railing to see what the score was. So I didn't yeah. see any ratings. Yeah, no, my... they're not rated or they're not ranked. <laughs> Darn. Well, you know they have a good coach too, so. Who's They're number two in it? my heart. I don't know his name, but I should know <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> uh, I know I almost... I've seen him before. I I would if you said the name, I would I would remember it, but I just don't right now. By the, the way, we're now tenth. In the... Yeah, he's the face. We're now tenth in the conference. Moving back to NBA, I was just looking up the um, conference standings. We're now tenth, so prime mm-hmm. position. For lottery, lottery ticket. Well, we're probably going to beat the Warriors on Saturday, unless your boy Eric Pascal goes off. What do you? Do we want to lose? Like, the Warriors are twelfth in the the conference. Like, mm-hmm. they have a better lottery position than us. Are we? Should we lose to them? Is that what we want? I mean. I don't know, man. Do we I, want I her? Have the I answer for you. Well. Oh, I don't know either. I'm at a loss. I think I want him to do. I want him to do well because it makes your tweet age worse. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, that was a good tweet. Nobody knew who Eric Pascal was. Yeah. Nobody did. Uh, the next day, I was like, "Oh, I gotta go look at the reply." <laughs> <laughs> I got a few quote tweets in there that were pretty interesting. Uh, we've all been there. It's all good, man. Well, Tierney, you got anything else to say about this game? Uh, No. No. All right. Just a clear no. <laughs> we lost. <laughs> we lost. Aldridge hates us. I hate Aldridge. But hey. As you like to say, those performances from CP3 and Gallo probably got us some good assets. They did. They sure did. Well, guys, I hope you all have a great night. I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. You know, win, lose, your dedication and your support means the world to us. Definitely check us out at OKC Top of Thunder on Twitter. Um, find us at Bighead Media, BigHeadsMedia.com, as I butcher that um, website name. Um, find us anywhere you listen to our podcast. You know, just leave us a five star rating. You know, just drop five stars, no four star, three star, two star, definitely not a one star, zeros. You know, just Why just five star. Five star. Yeah, I'm just gonna edit that out, so don't worry about it. All right. Uh, just leave a five star review. Leave us a rating that makes us smile. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back here on Saturday for the Warriors game recap. And we'll have a weekly sometime this weekend. If not the Warriors game, maybe the Bucks game. Maybe we do some live reaction. Who knows? Guess you'll have to tune in to find out. But on behalf of myself, on behalf of my man Tierney at Prime Nerlands, myself at Thunder Chats, y'all have a great night. God bless. Don't forget. Thunder up. Thunder up. Heads up. Heads up. Heads up. Heads up.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.